Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Hey, Brendo, Steve here. And Larson. And welcome back to Going In Raw, the only pro wrestling podcast you can be listening to right here at youtube.com forward slash Steven Larson. Oh, 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 no, my phone is ringing. That's no good. Gotta put it on airplane mode. Uh, so, yeah, uh, man, super exciting stuff. This coming Saturday Woo. at 10 a.m. Pacific time, we will be... Starting our 24-hour live stream, we have dubbed it Friendo Fest 24. It was 24 there, hours. There are not 23 preceding Friendo Fests, like you just said. It's because I mean, there weren't 1,999 WrestleManias before WrestleMania 2000. No, that was the year it happened. Exactly. So this is Friendo Fest 24. This is very exciting stuff. Uh, uh, come and check out us doing that. Uh, we're going to be playing Rocket League. We're going to be playing some Grand Theft Auto. We're playing some Fall Guys. Maybe some Among Us. We're going to be doing a live watch along of Star Trek II: The Wrath of Khan. Uh, Money in the Bank 2, 2011, maybe. Money in the Bank. No, that's that's solid. We're going to do that one, and then we'll review it after the fact. There you uh, go. I'm going to be getting a Shakaroni. I'll be reviewing a live review of Shakaroni. We're going to be watching, for the first time ever, Larson's going to be watching Unsolved Mysteries with me and the Enforcer. Yeah. This is exciting stuff. I mean, I've seen Unsolved Mysteries before. This is the first time I've ever watched it. But you've never seen it with us. Yeah, that's true. I'm trying to think if I've ever watched an episode with you, but I don't know if that's the case. We're going to be looking for horses and updates. Right here at the Twitch, twitch.tv forward slash Steven Larson. Not on YouTube because this was a road to 500 subs. We achieved the 500 subs. Dunked back down to below 500 subs, but we got there. We're there. We're there. We're going to have a couple special guests as well. Yes. I think we might have like a two-sweet off also. Now the two-sweet uh, 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 barrier has been broken. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you guys, hopefully you all saw it uh, this past weekend on the, uh, the video dubbed The Larson Era Begins couple of two sweets between these friendos here. So Larson will be giving out digital two sweets to people zooming in. There you More go. More info on that as the week progresses. But yeah, tomorrow also uh, at 2 p.m. Pacific uh, for all uh, uh, patrons, channel members, and Twitch subs uh, will be live uh, just for you guys, exclusive Friendo Club TV. Uh, so keep an eye out on those various locations 
for the link for that tomorrow, 2 p.m., 5 Eastern for that. Let's get right into the news It's because we got a news brief. I'm sorry, a news beef. And then we're going to be answering your guys' questions. Uh, first up in the news over the weekend, uh, as part of the ongoing Otis Ms. Morrison feud, Mandy Rose has been sent to Raw, which probably means, Larson, Otis somehow, some way is going to lose lose that briefcase. Well, Go ahead and piece this together it, it, for at us. At least it's going to be up for grabs. So we discussed the the possibility, you know, uh, I think it was a fightful tweet. We kind of discussed it. The possibility of Miz and or Morrison uh, challenging Otis for his money in the bank briefcase. And so during SmackDown, uh, you know, there's been a bit of cat and mouse going on between Otis and Miz Morrison about the actual contract following the latest round where Miz and Morrison were stymied yet again to get their hands on that piece of paper. Miz grabbed out his phone and said, I'm going to call in a favor. So on the following uh, Saturday, that episode of Talking Smack, uh, the favor Miz called in was calling someone in USA and uh, brokering a trade that sent Mandy Rose to Raw. Of course, Otis is still on SmackDown. So uh, at the time, Friday at our SmackDown recap, we discussed possibility of what kind of scenario would potentially lead to Otis putting up and maybe losing his money in the bank briefcase. One such possibility we discussed was Otis uh, fighting for Mandy's job. And while this isn't exactly fighting for Mandy's job, uh, putting up the briefcase to get an opportunity to get Mandy back on the blue brand seems a distinct possibility. Yeah, um, definitely seems like that's going to be the case. I mean, look, dude, let's be honest. Uh, when Otis first got the briefcase, we were both as happy as I was that it, it 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 helped me win predictions. I saw the writing on the wall. Vince really seemed to like Otis. Vince, much like myself, will be fascinated uh, moment to moment by something silly, funny, goofy, or whatever. Doesn't mean you put money on the bank on him. Typically, you'd want to put money on the bl- on in the bank on somebody who's a bit more legitimate. Uh, and I was thinking, okay, well, maybe they're going to try to make Otis legitimate. Well, the idea of him cashing on, cashing in rather, on a guy like Roman Reigns or the Fiend or Braun Strowman or even over on Raw, a Randy Orton, a Drew McIntyre, it's just not, it just wouldn't make any sense given the way that he is booked. Um, so it does seem like Vince McMahon has once again. <laughs> buyer's remorse. Uh, yeah, we've, we've heard this, this before with the uh, numerous Money in the Bank winners. I think Dolph was on that list. Uh, Damian Sandow, obviously, um, that you know he'll become infatuated with a particular performer, give him Money in the Bank briefcase, and then uh, seemingly instantly have buyer's remorse. Yeah. Uh, so it'll be interesting to see how this plays out. Um, you know, I mentioned this on SmackDown. I could totally see somebody like. John Morrison, uh, who just, I'm sorry, I know like right now, maybe the idea of John Morrison successfully cashing in on uh, uh, Roman Reigns seems completely and totally unlikely, Uh, but I think it'd be interesting to see him back in the main event scene uh, where he was, you know, 10 years ago, uh, around 2020, I'm sorry, 2010, 2011, whatever that was. Um, So, yeah, I think it, it seems like that might be where this is headed. Uh, well, I wouldn't. I, I wouldn't we'll discount out. the possibility of Miz being the one getting that briefcase either. Um, Another former, yeah, WrestleMania headliner. Yeah, yeah, world champion. 
Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I guess the possibility exists they're going down this route just to give Otis a story too and not to get the briefcase on him. That's um, possible, yeah. You know, you, you can't assume that if he's going to put the briefcase up that he's going to lose it. I mean, history, I think, has indicated, uh, or at least the one instance that I recall, of someone putting the briefcase up and then they got demolished in, in pretty much humiliating fashion, Mr. Kennedy. Mm-hmm, um, yeah. I'm sure there's been other instances of people putting the briefcase up and retaining. Uh, they're just not coming to mind right now. Mm-hmm. But, uh, you know, if nothing else, it gives Otis a story involving the briefcase. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and, 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 you know, yeah, if he loses, that could potentially be in, in kayfabe humiliating for Otis. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, you know, uh, getting absolutely destroyed by Roman Reigns isn't that great of a deal either. Mm-hmm. So uh, maybe they'll find something to do with it that's interesting and, and, and doesn't lead to essentially uh, a, a wasted money in the bank contract reign, if you will, for Otis. Otis Otis giving up, though. I, th- I honestly think the best, you know, they, they had rehired, I forget her name now, but they rehired the writer who was uh, spearheading the original Otis Mandy storyline. And uh, maybe she's come up with a story that sort of, you know, could be. Uh, I, I honestly think that something where Otis sacrifices his money in the bank, if written properly um, for Mandy, um, could be a pretty decent one for him, make him look pretty decent and sort of keep him where he's at. I mean, I, I don't know if if, you know, you, you, we had talked about this on SmackDown where you said, you know, what's what mm-hmm. what's what makes him look better or at least less maybe stupid if he cashed in on Roman Reigns and got annihilated, which, yeah, would give him some sympathy heat, but it would also, it would also make him look just weak, just really yeah. weak. You know, yeah. you like to think that any mid-carder could conceivably power up to the main event scene in some way, shape, or form. Well, it takes decent stories being told. They haven't sure. really done that with Otis. No, they have not. Uh, if he, on the other hand, you know, were to make the ultimate sacrifice, you know, the, the briefcase to save her, um, you're not making him look weak there. Uh, if it's written properly, uh, and uh, and yeah, you're p- potentially putting it in the hands of somebody who, uh, I mean, hell, maybe, I don't know, maybe even AJ Styles, like the person you originally chose to win that money in the bank, the person who had it and dropped it, um, maybe AJ Styles gets it back after this whole Intercontinental thing is done. I don't know. I don't know. I don't Anyways. Know. Uh, so yeah, that's Anyways. kind of interesting. Angie's list is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco-move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is, and it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. Speaking of AJ Styles. Yeah, so a couple items of news for... uh, Mr. Alan Jones here. Uh, first up, on this weekend's edition of Wrestling Observer Radio, uh, Milser, Milser and Alvarez reported that AJ Styles is allegedly upset again. So it uh, seems that AJ has declared his past issue with Paul Heyman as water under the bridge. But according to the Wrestling Observer, uh, now the Phenomenal One is upset that with SmackDown now airing live each week from Thunderdome, he now has to miss his son's high school football games, which, of course, happen Friday nights. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, they didn't go into a whole lot of detail on particulars of that. But I would expect AJ to address this particular report on an upcoming Twitch stream. Um, speaking of which, AJ talked on a recent Twitch stream 
about dipping his toe into the tag title picture with Bullet Club founder Finn Balor. Ooh. As we had to say, transcripts from Cage Side Seats, quote, at some point before I retire, I hope I have the opportunity to win the tag team championships and then I'll do what very little have done to be able to say that I've had them all in WWE. So we shall see. It would be a too sweet moment for sure if we won the tag team titles together, right? That's what everybody wants. Let's just give everybody what they want. That would be awesome. I can agree with that. I oh, may I may I ask this? Uh, the the no the, the the link you have here for the the first bit here where Melter had talked about him being yeah. unhappy. Do we know was that on the radio version or was that on the newsletter? It was in the radio. I listened to it this morning. It was from Sunday's uh, Wrestling Observer Radio. You said it was sparse on details. Was there any hint that Meltzer, like where Meltzer was getting this from, or it, it, like the, I mean, he's the, not going to tell what the sources are, but yeah, no. But he said something to Alvarez on the line of, "Did you see this?" So I don't know if it's something vague because I didn't find I, I didn't find this information anywhere else mm-hmm. about him maybe being upset, unless you know I I didn't look hard enough. But I I did some additional. A uh, little bit of additional looking around to see if anybody else had anything about this. And everybody, of course, was referenced back to this. So I don't <laughs> okay. know if I, I would just suggest this. This is just this is just good old Steve here. Okay. Yeah. I call bullshit. Yeah, I don't think I, it's true at all. I could that is such that is such crap. That's the kind of shit that he get that that Meltzer gets crapped on for. Like number, I literally last week I come off watching a stream of AJ Styles where he is 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 completely and totally 100% defending the WWE saying all these people out there saying that you know oh they're the big bad guy don't believe what you hear i love the place i would want my children to work here does that sound to you like a guy who's upset that he can't go to his high school he knows damn well what working on on fridays is going to entail and all of a sudden he be that's 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 ridiculous yeah, I listening to this, it, it seemed uh, kind of thin. Yeah, the news. Um, so yeah, grain of salt for sure. And yeah, if you're working on Friday nights, you know, I, I know, if, uh, and they mentioned this on the the radio as well, that you know things have been rather fluid of late, not just in terms of WWE, their own production. You know, because not that long ago they were shooting shows in bulk mm-hmm. Mondays and Tuesdays, and so they made the they were talking about how what AJ moved to Friday to SmackDown. Then he wasn't actually working most Fridays. Mm-hmm. But also, when he made the move to, to start working on SmackDown, you know, like everything in terms of of, 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 of education, especially uh, high school athletics, mm-hmm. like so much of that is up in the air, has been until relatively late. Yeah. So when he made the move over to SmackDown, who knows if he had any idea whether or not he could even be playing football this season. Yeah. You know, there's just so many variables in play to say that, oh, now suddenly he's upset because you can't watch his kid play football when you got to know if if you're working SmackDown at any point you could be called upon to start, you know, actually shooting the show live again. Mm-hmm. You know, it's Dude, not like I, WWE yeah. when they're doing their schedule, you know, doing stuff in bulk, they were adhering to the actual schedule itself. They were, you know, scheduled to do two or three shows a day and they'd run late and have to postpone one of them. It happened all the time. Yeah, man. I don't know. I look, I, I, I appreciate, Dave Meltzer for for many things, you know, being a historian is the thing that you and I both sort of look at for his newsletter. It is always fun to, especially when we're doing like a going in review, to go back and look at the newsletter and see what his take on it was as a wrestling fan, which is what he is. Yes, but yes. this kind of stuff is baseless. There, there's nothing. I mean, come on, man, you're talking about a guy 
you know, and then people pick up on this stuff because everybody picks up on Meltzer. And we, you know, we'll report what he says sometimes. We do that plenty. We're doing it right yeah. now. Um, but uh, but I don't know, man. If you want if you want the straight the straight shoot from AJ, go to his Twitch stream, Styles yeah, Clash. Twitch stream. It's always pretty entertaining. I don't watch them all, but I'll catch them from time to time. Uh, regarding the the tag team thing, man, I hope he wishes that into existence. That would be rad. That would be awesome. It, it was just, I mean, honestly, it'd just be a shame that they never put the entire former Bullet Club together with Gallows and Anderson, AJ Styles, and, and Finn Balor. That could be a ton of fun. That could be a ton of fun. I'd love to see that. And I know Finn's the NXT champion right now, but that seems to be a placeholder situation because of the carrying cross thing. Uh, so I'd definitely like to see that. That could be a lot of fun. Uh, yes. So time to play. Speaking of baseless speculation, Larson, uh, let's play some of that <laughs> because according to WrestleVotes, a WWE star currently under contract has no plans on re-signing. WrestleVotes said this on Twitter. I can't reveal the name as that's just not smart business, but I can very confidently say that a certain WWE talent has decided not to re-sign with the company once their current deal expires. Um, Now, it'd be completely irresponsible and reckless to take this seriously uh, beyond... Because, look, here's the thing. Hey, guess what? I can say that, too, because I can guarantee you out of the, what, 200 people they have under contract currently, somebody's not going to re-sign. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) But... Given this is probably somebody, and WrestleVotes has a good record. Yeah. Uh, throw some names out there, Larson. <laughs> well, I mean, uh, it's not AJ Styles because he's got another like four and a half years on his deal. That dude seems totally happy. Yeah, he does seem happy. Um, Jeff Hardy said in an interview, I think with BT Sport, that he seemed to say that he just re-signed. Mm-hmm. Or he said something about part of the the deal he made when, when he re-signed was that he get one of his old themes back. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't think it's him. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, clearly you know, it's me- not going to be Kevin Owens. I'm sorry, uh, uh, Roman Reigns. Well, it's not uh, be Kevin Owens either because within the last year or two, he signed a five-year deal. Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, there's names that 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 stick out like Ricochet. Mm-hmm. They ain't doing anything with him. He was on Raw this past week. They're not was. doing anything substantial with him. He's in a feud with the Hurt Business. Look, man, yeah, not everybody, not everybody can be champion. He's getting beat up by the Hurt Business. Um, yeah, I don't know. I Nakamura, mean, yeah, maybe? Mustafa Ali shouldn't yeah. want to be there. <laughs> yeah. Like, here's the thing. I think there is a distinct difference between how they treat Mustafa Ali and how they treat Ricochet. Oh, there is. I mean, Ricochet's on Raw. Mustafa Ali hasn't been in like weeks. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, this isn't shocking, man. I mean, there's a lot of people there. And who knows if, I mean, who knows if it's just the, you know, the, the, the culture of work there seems to be. If you can't, if you're a person who likes communication and structure, and uh and vision and, of where the company is going on a, on a creative level well yeah but i mean just as an individual i mean that's yeah. that's kind of abstract but like you know communication say hey you can't do this what oh let's clarify three days later and then even well, then i guess it's i mean you say the 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 thing about the creative vision is it's not so much 
it's making plans, setting forth plans, and seeing the plans to fruition, barring unforeseen circumstances. That's what I mean by that, not like some nebulous thing. Yeah. You know, someone has creative plans in place not to change the mind, change someone, someone to change their mind and rip up the script two weeks later, you know? Mm-hmm. You have a vision mm-hmm. of where the story is going to go, you see it through. My, I think my thing about that is that I've never heard in pro wrestling anything being... I mean, look, yeah, there, there's like sort of the extreme with Vince ripping up a, 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 a program right or a script right before they go live. But I mean, you know, from every every anecdote I've heard from every wrestling booker or promoter or whatever in all the interviews, it's like, yeah, wrestling, it's just it's it's tough to to stick to a plan because of that kind of stuff, because of injuries, because of wrestlers pushing back and stuff like that. Um but uh but yeah, I mean, you know, if if that's the kind of thing that somebody really, really values at a certain point, the you know, the pros, the the cons are going to outweigh the pros mm-hmm. uh, if you're not on TV and stuff. Yep. So, uh, so yeah, I don't know. I mean, it's it's there's it's a big landscape out there. Wrestling's back. I mean, for the most part, uh, you know, I'm sure there's plenty of places for. I mean, everybody in the WWE is like super talented. Oh. So, yeah. so there's going to be pl- plenty of places for people. Yep. The Angie's List You Know and Trust is now Angie, and we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews, but now we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie, and we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I, or download the app today. Let's talk about in your face, in your face, raw. That's happening tonight. In your face, in your face, in your um, in your face, in your face, in your on face. your face. So the first match here listed on the official WWE.com uh, preview: Drew McIntyre goes one on one with Keith Lee. That's going to end in RKO. Who's, who's, yep. who's, yeah, Orton who's going to get RKO'd? Both, both. Everybody's <laughs> getting RKO's tonight. <laughs> Uh, Dominic Mysterio and Seth Rollins clash in your face in a steel cage match in your face. In your face. In your face. Uh, Rollins hey, did you champion. see? They changed Dominic Mysterio's uh, render, his little picture thing. Oh, now he's did? got a serious face and not a big, um, goofy, smiling face. He's no longer just happy to be there. He's he's WWE superstar. Serious business. So uh, Rollins champion Asuka defends against Mickey James. And then finally, Street Profits battle Cesaro and Nakamura in a champions versus champions match. And then also, you got a bit of a note here at the very end about the NXT UK Heritage Cup. Well, we had like at least one question uh, coming up here in mailbag about that, so I just figured uh, you know we'd give them a shout out when we get to them. But uh, oh, in the right. meantime, there's this, and then I'll go ahead and I'll run down because I watched. Hey, man, it's my new it's my new Monday thing, being the elite. I watched it, so I can give you the rundown on it. Uh, uh, yeah, NXT UK, the Heritage Cup, uh, and they've they've named. It's going to begin uh, this week. They've named eight wrestlers who will be involved in this. Uh, we can go ahead and determine right now, Larson, who's going to win this thing. Noam Dar, mm-hmm. uh, uh, Flash Morgan Webster. Mm-hmm. He's got mm-hmm. jacked. Yeah, he's he's a big dude now. Uh, the Bomber, Dave Mastiff. Mm-hmm. Alexander Wolf, mm-hmm. Joseph Connors, mm-hmm. a kid, mm-hmm. and Trent Seven, and there will be a wild card entry. 
Oh. Uh, so this seems to be like guys who are firmly mid carters. Yeah. Because like so they're, I don't they're see... treating this this cup like a title. This is essentially their mid card title. Like I think oh. the cup can be defended. Oh really? Yeah, that's my understanding. I thought I read that. You have more info than I do then. I thought I read that. I could be completely wrong, but I thought I don't I know. I just I just copied and pasted these this paragraph here. I didn't read any other info about it. Uh, let's see here. I'm gonna say, well, you can, you and I we can both agree that Joseph Connors is definitely not gonna win this. Yeah, I wouldn't think so. So following a tournament, yeah, defended as a championship under oh, the wow. same British rounds rules. Okay, cool. Right on. Um, let's see here. I mean the the biggest name in here. Uh, well, it's Trent, the, seven. Well, Trent Seven. He's not really a singles guy, though. The biggest name in here is Dave Matt. Like, the guy who should win this is Dave Mastiff. Kind of without even hesitation on that one. Trent Seven's always the guy in the tag match who gets beat up a lot. What better Tyler way to, to, to rehabilitate his, his career? He's like 40 years as, old. Opposed to being a guy who gets beat up in tag matches and have him win this Heritage Cup. Is that your pick? Yeah, Trent Seven. <laughs> He's probably gonna be eliminated in the first round, but I'll say Trent Seven. I'm gonna go with the bomber. I'm gonna say right. Dave Mastiff. All right. I'm Although, just to think of, of wrestlers who whose no, skill set matches up with the British round style approach. Uh yeah, cool. But here's what they could do. Hmm. Alexander Wolf. Yeah. And then of course, you know who's gonna be showing up probably this week. Yeah, give all give Imperium all the titles. Dude, there's I mean, they are basically the British Undisputed Era. Mm-hmm. So go go there with them, uh, yeah. I'm gonna say I'm gonna go with Wolf. I'm gonna say Imperium right. has all the titles, dude. I'll say Trent Seven. That's gonna happen. That's, uh, a, that's, a, that's a pick from my heart rather than my head, but that's what I'll do. That's good. No, that's good. So uh, being the elite, a very slippery rope uh, this week or uh, today was released, and it was revealed, Larson, that uh, Michael Nakazawa was the man who used that. all the baby oil. On the rope that made Matt Seidel slip and fall when he was trying to execute that shooting star press. That was pretty funny stuff. Uh, It was kind of funny. They were like ripping on themselves uh, for that. uh, The the casino battle royal, like the elite were sitting in a room watching it and they turned it off. They're like, this was terrible. This is crap. Who put this together? And the Young Bucks were like, Kenny said that. Young Bucks were like, yeah, we we did that. (laughs) Uh, Let's see here. At one point, the Young Bucks, uh, they paid their fine. To Tony, they went in his, into his uh, dressing room. He wasn't there. They had a big wad of cash. They just threw it, and it just rained down. So that happened. Was it actual uh, dollars, or were they young bucks? No, it was actual money. It was real right. dollars. I'm, right. I'm assuming it was their merch money. Uh, we had a dance-off between Silver and Reynolds and uh, TH2, the Hybrid 2. Mm-hmm. Uh, and if the Hybrid 2 lost... By the way, spoiler alert, I'm just giving all this stuff out. How about this? I just want—I'll I'll set it up, but I won't spoil it. If the hybrid two lo- loses, they have to join the Dark Order. Oh wow! The judges for this competition were uh, Wardlow, All right. Orange Cassidy, All right. and uh, Stu Grayson. <laughs> Interesting. Interesting. <laughs> it's it pretty funny stuff. Uh, let's see here. Uh, we had a segment where was Mr. Uh, Brody Lena. That's all I really care about. Yeah, I'm getting to that. That's the best part. So in the men's room, they they found uh, somebody had written in red paint, Brody sucks, and then uh, Dash, meaning that the author, 
stew, but stew was written S T O O O. So they bring in the dark orders and then they bring in Mr. Brody Lee. And obviously he's upset about this and he lines them all up and he's like, let me see your hands. And so everybody's showing their hands. And then when he gets to Uno, Uno just raises his hands because as he goes to each person, he's asking, let me see your hands. And he said, Uno, you raised your hands before I even asked you to. So he berated him for that. Uh, and then I, again, no spoilers here. Uh, the culprit was eventually revealed. It was, uh, it was, uh, Silver and Reynolds. Uh, let's see here. Uh, Hangman Page at the bar. Brandon Cutler told him uh, that the Young Bucks really don't want to talk to him anymore. Hangman was left alone. We got a little bit with Matt Hardy. I sort of fast forward to that because I was hoping Rebby was going to show up, but she never did. Mm-hmm. Uh, Matt Seidel found out it was Nakazawa. He goes chasing after him. I don't know who this was. Maybe somebody in chat can tell me because I don't watch Dark. There's a very charismatic guy who was delivering cakes to uh, Brandon Cutler's hotel room. Something had to do with Hangman Page. I guess I missed that. But he was really funny. I thought he was great. Uh, And he ate all the cakes. So I don't know who that was. Interesting. Anyways. Oh, oh, oh. But the the entire thing kicked off with Eddie Kingston cutting a promo on one of Sue's cookies. I heard He was like teaching promo class. It was hilarious. It was great. Yeah. So, so yeah. And, yeah, and during the the Dark Order bit was really funny because uh, uh, Uno makes a Matt Cardona joke. And like they all started corpsing, and when everybody, when anybody breaks, uh, Brody gets up in their face and says, "Are you crying?" It's pretty funny stuff. You can host the best backyard barbecue when you find a professional on Angie to make your backyard the best around. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well, inside to outside. Repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that. Anyways, well, you want to answer some questions? Yeah, I got one here for Mr. Triple Mania. Friendos, you haven't heard from me in a while because I've been in and out of two hospitals, had three surgeries due to kidney stone complications. Oh, that sucks. Oh, that sucks. That's horrible. Says, I'm better now, but still not 100% anyway. Question, will Survivor Series still celebrate the 30th anniversary of The Undertaker without fans? Yeah, especially now with the Thunderdome. It's not the same as having fans in the building, but there's people there watching the show. So, yeah, I think they will. Will it be what they maybe had in mind initially? Maybe not. But there'll be some sort of celebration, I feel like. Yeah, they got to do something where he shows up and, and they do a celebration, but it's not going to be like a dramatic symmetry moment of, you know, his retirement match. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Okay. So that was, okay. So that was, uh, I'd heard about this guy. Megabyte Ronnie was the guy with the cakes. Uh, a right. very charismatic guy. I might have to start watching dark now. Uh, let's see here. Patrick Sparks, the B man. What would it take for NXT to hit a million viewers? It would take about 150,000 more people to watch. And it would take them being on their own night. They, they, they're not going to do that. Going head to head with AEW. Yeah, that's probably not going to happen. And um, then he also asked, what would, it, uh, what would absolutely tank ratings? To go back to the way it was before they started loosening things up a little bit, where it's just like, yeah. here's a 30-minute match. Here's another 30-minute match. Here's another 30-minute match. Everybody just wants to be really tough and not have a whole lot of dimension to their characters. Yeah, that would tank ratings. Uh, you know, they might. It, what would it take to hit a million? Maybe, maybe 
if they brought a proven ratings draw to NXT, like Sasha Banks or Bailey, if they started mm-hmm. doing that again, if this they brought the night, maybe if they brought, yeah, this is all predicated on it being a, on its own night. Like if Seth uh, went to NXT for a bit, or AJ, I think, they or might Kevin Owens, it. yeah, stuff yeah. like that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the thing from out of the ring, book a strong style pay per view with the hardest wrestlers of all time, including heavyweights, cruiserweights, women's division, and tag division matches. We kind of did that when we did a We Book Raw stomping ground. It was a shoot fight tournament. You only win by KOs mm-hmm. or submissions. That was a lot of fun. Yeah, that was a good one. You guys should check that out. It's available now on our channel. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and we probably could do it. We probably did it better than with some, you know, forethought. Uh, Mr. Big Head, uh, I'm of the option. I'm of the opinion, sorry, that Sasha shouldn't be seen or heard from till the Rumble. Do you agree or disagree? I think that's too far away. I'd bring her back by Survivor Series. Uh, I kind of agree with that. I understand that she's a ratings draw. Um, but uh, just, uh, yeah, I, I, I think it seems like she might be on SmackDown this week, and that's a bit too soon. <laughs> well, when is Hell in a Cell? The 25th of October. Yeah, they should wait a couple, at least a couple weeks. Yeah, instead of a week. Yeah. Uh, wrestling Graham, what re- women's wrestlers in all of space and time have the character depth comparable to John Cena to fill his role in a Firefly Funhouse match with Alexa Bliss? Charlotte. That's a good question. Be Charlotte. Well, I'll say this, <clears throat> maybe Bailey, because Bailey had a, a distinct character change. Mm-hmm. Um, but there is nobody. I mean, there honestly really isn't anybody comparable to John Cena, because Vince like stunted women's wrestling for like decades. Will Combs, since October is coming up, would you guys like to see Halloween Havoc make a comeback? And what spooky gimmick storylines would have would you have make a comeback? Yeah, and he says since the answer is a Chamber of Horrors match, who would be in it? You kick you things do a off Halloween Battle Royal. Yeah, you kick things off with a Halloween Battle Royal. You do that, mm-hmm. but you mm-hmm. also have the Chamber of Horrors match. Yes, and yes. Damian Priest would be in it. It's for the North American title. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, you, you yeah, Damian everybody... Priest, Dexter Loomis, Carrying mm-hmm. uh, Cross. You know, so yeah. he could be healthy soon. Yeah, <laughs> I like that like... you brought him back down to the North American title scene. <laughs> He fits in with the gimmick, man. He, you know, because uh, Scarlet can apparently uh, uh, put fire in books or in contracts. So yeah, that's some supernatural powers. Uh, Maggie asks, I've seen so many rumors about Billy Kay and her future with WWE. Yeah, one of the big things over the weekend was once again Dave Meltzer speculating that the WWE is done with her. So then, like you know, a bunch of clickbaity headlines were w- Billy Kay get done with WWE. WWE getting rid of Billy Kay. Uh, Maggie asks, how would you guys book her assuming she stays with the company or would you like to see her try her luck elsewhere? I, dude, I think it should be this. I think the whole thing should be a swerve. Like, WWE on TV and, you know, maybe feeding some disinfo to to certain websites and people say, oh, yeah, no, she's going to be completely off TV. She's going to be buried. But then she comes back, attacks, like maybe she's, oh, hey, Peyton, this is your first title match or something like that. She's in Peyton's corner to support her, and then she, big turn, and then they make her into this big monster heel person. I think she could mm-hmm. probably handle that, man. I think it'd be fun. Oh, yeah. She'd be great. Mm-hmm. She'd be great. That's good. That's good. Uh, Nick, how would you book the upcoming Hell in the Cell? 
Uh, there I mean, will only be a single Hell in a Cell match. And if rumors are made. reports to be believed, uh, make it Drew versus Orton. Have it be their blow-off. I'd have it just be Sasha versus Bailey. But then you, the problem with that is like the first match in their feud you're having with what should be the match for their blow-off. It's Hell in a Cell, man. Come on. That ain't no blow-off. Iron it Man's a blow-off match. Mm-hmm. It's, like yeah, it should match. be, but like you'd have to... Quit match. Yeah, you'd have to retcon the last 10 years of how they've used Hell in a Cell. Uh, Anthony Topol... Well, not necessarily. Like the New Day, Usos feud blew off in Hell in a Cell. So did Sasha and Charlotte. Anthony Tobias, if there was a draft in October, who would be your top five picks for Raw, SmackDown, NXT? Oh, just you wait. If they announce the draft, we're going to do a mock draft again because that's yeah. a lot of fun. Yeah, that's fun stuff. Dale and Dula. You've been given a budget of $31,000 to do a complete shot-for-shot remake of any movie you want. Why is what it $31,000? I don't know. What movie do you pick? What wrestler will believe in your vision enough to agree to be the star of your low-budget production? I'm going to say Dave Batista because he mm. said in interviews he doesn't care about you know being a huge star. He wants to be a good character actor and be in good roles and good movies for yeah. good directors. Oh, Not yeah. that I'm one of those. Yeah, but I I, I I I would try to make my pitch to Dave. Yeah, okay. Um, so I can make a movie for thirty one thousand dollars, but still have star power in it. But what's me. what's the movie? It would have to be something you could do. It wouldn't require a whole lot of visual effects because that's where the money is spent. Yeah, you need basically you'd need like one. What about what's, pie? What's... Pie with Dave Batista in it. All right, I'll bite. Who would be his mentor figure? Max, Max, you're no longer talking mathematics. You're a you're a numerologist. There's a pattern in the stock market. Um, again, I'm trying to think of someone I could convince to do it for like no money. Yeah. Uh, it'd be. Uh, I'd see if I can get Conrad to do it. Oh, uh, Conrad uh, Brian Cox. Oh wow. Good luck with that, man. He's making that money off McDonald's right now. Oh, exactly. That's why I I, I figure he can do stuff for free. Why Why would you want to do this? Uh, King V. Uh, oh, we already did that. He was. He asked about the Heritage Cup. Uh, let's see here. Uh, Sean Lathrop. There are a lot of new non-WWE wrestling video games coming out. Which one are you most excited for? Retromania, The Wrestling Code. I don't know anything about The Wrestling Code except I for... I don't either, but I think we're going retro. I you know, I'm down to play retro. I'm going retro. I'm going retro. <laughs> hey buddy uh, Lord Ziffer who should be the next uh, the next first time Intercontinental Champion after Zayn retains his title at Clash be the next first time Intercontinental Champion who should win the Intercontinental title uh, after Zayn retains Oh, you know what, man? Hmm. You might not like him. You might get irritated when he interrupts segments that you really he shouldn't be in. But the dude has put in a lot of work. Looks like he can he can grill up some good meat. Give it to Baron Corbin. All right. What was he? Was he was he U.S. champion at some point? 
Yeah, I think so. He was U.S. champion, wasn't he? Give him an IC so. title run. All right. See if he could be interesting. Um, I will say Otis. He loses money in the bank, wins Intercontinental title. Yeah, I was going to say that, too. I mean, Big E. I think Big E needs to... He's he been the Intercontinental be... champ before, too. Yeah. Carlos, yeah, do you think right. Shayna becomes women's champion before the end of the year? Man, I don't know how they're going to pull... I don't know how they're going to work this one out. Probably. Well, she's going to have a reign with Nia. That's going to fall apart. They'll feud, and then after that... Oh, Shayna. I thought it was Sasha. Top. Sorry. No, Shayna. No, she's not going to have the title. No. No, uh-uh. They're going to have a fairly dominant run as tag team champions. Blake Elizondo, what company or brand should run a, oh, a rebooted Halloween Havoc-style show? Um, also says book the card. We kind of did that already. So I will say NXT should do Halloween Havoc. Uh, yeah, absolutely. That's Yeah, that's one trademark that WWE should protect at all costs. Mm-hmm. Uh, NJWP, how many belts in WWE need to be gotten rid of or unified? Unified tag titles for sure. Oh, that's number one completely, absolutely. Uh, I would even say, I would even say unify them across NXT, but like at least mm. let, let NXT, you know, get their hands on them. Yeah. Greg Morris, when Triple H said there are plans in the future when Charlotte lost the NXT title when Rhea got pinned, what do you think those plans were had ever had nothing gone astray? I mean, I think I would like to assume that Triple H wasn't just throwing that out there. Yeah. For shits and giggles, I guess. Um, I, I would imagine it was trying to make Rhea into a stronger, uh, you know, into an even stronger character. Mm-hmm. She would pin Charlotte Flair at mm-hmm. some point in time. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you'd think so. I mean, that uh, Chris Currington. Who would you like to see Adam Cole Bebe feud with on the main roster, Raw or SmackDown? It's Kevin Owens. Kevin, Kevin Owens, Owens is number one. AJ Styles is number two. Uh, let's see here. Uh, Dirty Rich, modern day. Who would the greatest tag team of all time, the Shit Twins, fare against the best in a tag match? So, like, if we were, if we had to be in a tag match, what tag team would you want to be in the ring against to, to, I guess, to look the best? Was was Cutler and uh, Peter Avalon ever a tag team on Dark? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay, that them. Okay, okay. They That's a good answer. literally have not. And apparently, is that happening this uh, uh, tomorrow? Uh, tomorrow on, on Dark, I think. I'm so hyped because I get to do Impact again tomorrow. By the way, I'm mm-hmm. not going to be doing uh, Unsolved Mysteries on Thursday because of the 24 hour stream on Saturday. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, you know, I I, I got to. You got to rest. I got to get some rest in. You got to take care of yourself. Yeah. I want to give my all to that 24-hour stream, man. Yeah, man. Well, this is a good question from Chris. If you guys could pick any city in any country to host WrestleMania, where would you guys choose? Hughes Stadium, Sacramento, California. There you go. That's good. I'm assuming Hughes Stadium still still there. Um, I would say if, if, I, if I had to go away from uh, uh, that. Convenience for us, yes. Yeah, convenience for us is obviously paramount. But obviously, what's a city that we'd like to? Um, you know, man, I I really wish we had more time in uh, New York. Mm-hmm. Our our Boston. I'd love to go to Boston. Mm-hmm. That'd be fun. Or Philadelphia. 
Philly. Philly. Oh, wow. That'd be great. Even Chicago. We didn't really get to go into, like, Chicago proper. We were out in the suburbs when we were there for all in. I know. I know. Uh, Steven Hansen. Did you guys see Jack Evans' response to the way AEW has booked them? So, yeah, Jack Evans over the weekend in response to a fan saying, Dude, I'm still trying to figure out why you and Angelico have been treated like crap in AEW. Number one, it's not really appropriate to tell a wrestler, Hey, you've been treated like crap. No one wants to hear that. That's rude. Anyways, very diplomatically, though, he says, I keep seeing stuff like this, and honestly, we haven't been treated like crap. There is two hours to fill, and they don't want to have two to three minute matches just to stick more people on TV, so there's going to be some more downtime as new people are rotated into angles. On top of this, there are little things the fans aren't privy to. For instance, my ring cardio was at such a low point that in my match with Kenny, we had to cut a good five minutes out because I was done. Or other little things. For instance, to the to the annoyance of Angelico, uh, I have been pulling shit styles on everything from in-ring character gear and all the way to if we need to more or less do cool moves as a heel team. Finally, on top of it all, uh, and someone needs to formulate a way to teach this in wrestling schools, we suck at pitching angles. This is an email to the bookers. Quote, so like, give me a mic and I talk some shit and then we fight and stuff. Uh, which when you have a booking crew that is already overloaded, they want something a bit more concrete than that. So there's much more that goes into it. Who gets a push and who doesn't than people think when you have limited TV time and everyone wants it, you have to be sure that whoever you're giving that TV time push to, they're ready to go on all cylinders. And up until recently, we haven't been, or at least me and Helico has been pulling his hair out waiting. Um, Did he have like a, a fracture or something like that too? He said he like a hairline fracture or something. I didn't see that in here, but it's possible that he had mentioned that before. I don't know. Um, I mean, it, it, it makes total sense. It's, you know, there's a lot, a lot of moving pieces. Cheekbone, hairline fracture of his oh, cheekbone. Ouch. Uh, there's so many moving pieces in wrestling. I don't have to be a promoter or inside the business to understand that. It just makes sense. Everything he's saying makes sense. And it's nice to hear that. And it is refreshing to hear somebody with that kind of candor uh, mm-hmm. uh, be so open about this. Um, mm-hmm. You know, I often look at wrestlers and I think to myself, man. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, Whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now, all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app. Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. You ready? Showtime. 
On May 3rd, summer starts with the Fall Guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Why don't they have like, a, you know, when you see sometimes promos on Twitter, think to myself, why aren't these people micing themselves? They don't know how to do that. They don't, you know, these people don't have film degrees necessarily. Yeah. yeah. You know, know somebody they, who, who's adept at that kind of stuff. Yeah. They do what they can. Like in my mind, everybody should be pumping out these Mustafa Ali type promotional films. But I also know that they don't have the resources or the know-how to do this stuff. Yep. Yep. And even though it's, it's easier than it's ever been, um, it, it's still, it's, it's a lot for people. They're already, Training, practicing, trying to get bookings, trying to run down promoters to get paid mm-hmm. um, to be able to do things like, hey, let me formulate a pitch. Um, let me let me produce a professional level wrestling promo video. Yeah, there's a lot that there. I mean, the, you have to know a lot to know how to do all that stuff. Like I know how to put out a pretty decent video. I don't know dick about wrestling. Yeah, <laughs> I'd probably yeah. murder myself if I ever got into a ring. Oh yeah, I would. I would not last long. Yeah. So, uh, the uh, big so. dog, uh, biggest match going into Clash of Champions for each uh, Raw and SmackDown. And do you really think AJ is mad that Heyman is on SmackDown now? No, he said. You know, he said water on the bridge. Their past issues. He said that I think on one of his Twitch streams. And as we mentioned earlier, I doubt he's even really mad about missing uh, his kids' football games. You know, you 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 agree to move to work on Friday nights. You know, you got to know that the chance that's going to happen. So I doubt. I mean, mad. dude, I know you and I would both love to you know hang out with our families on the nights that wrestling is on, but as part of our business, it makes mm-hmm. much more sense for us to crank out the podcast after the yep, show right away. Yep. So. You know, it's just when you have, but at the same time, I'm available in the morning to do, you know, distance learning with my kid. And, you know, during wrestling, if, if it's on, there's a match on, I can, okay, yeah, you want to help with your homework really quick? I can do that. Like it there's affords other, thing other opportunities. This, yeah. I was going to say, there's another thing with this current situation is AJ's only working one day a week right now. He gets to spend the rest of the week hanging out with his family. Mm-hmm. Uh, I know one of his kids was on hit one of his recent Twitch streams, mm-hmm. just sitting with him. Mm-hmm. So yeah, he might have to miss football games Friday nights. He gets the rest of the week. Yeah, yeah. you know, and maybe there'll be a Friday on, on occasion during the course football season where he's not booked. Guess what? He gets to go to the game then. He's always the kind of guy, especially on his streams. You know, he seems like the kind of guy who tells it like he sees it. You know, mm-hmm. he's not afraid mm-hmm. to like complain about stuff or to you know debunk rumors and stuff. I know some of some of the wrestlers they have, and I think AJ also does have mods. But like, I know there are some wrestlers out there who you ask them the most basic question about booking or behind the scenes stuff, and they'll just delete your comment. They just will shut it down. AJ's pretty open about that kind of stuff. Yeah, he is. He is. I mean, like when Anderson Gallows got released, he was pretty open about his disappointment there. I think he you just know? understands that he's he's earned the right to to speak be vocal and to speak his mind. Yeah. 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 Oh, wow. Uh, Minini here says SmackDown's ratings were adjusted over the weekend. Oh, wow. From 2.26 to 2.32. Wow. That's pretty good. That's awesome. Kind of curious about the quarter hour. So you see who 
that stuff is always kind of interesting to me that in real time you who can pops, sort of tell yeah who pops the quarter hours and stuff yeah segment by segment pretty much that's pretty yeah neat. panda police club says adam cole streams kind of like that mods delete any comments about feuds and stuff he's very careful about well, I also understand, you know, you're, you're Adam Cole, and his, this is, is he's launching a new thing that he wants to be, I'm sure he wants to exist when his wrestling days are done. Mm-hmm. Um, and if you want to focus on your gaming endeavors, mm-hmm. you know, you don't want to be bogged down t- talking about wrestling. Mm-hmm. I get that. Yeah. yeah. Everybody's different. Absolutely. Uh, let's read a couple of these here in the Twitch, and then we'll call it a day, and then maybe we'll read some more uh, when the cameras are off here. Uh, Patrick Oliva, where would GCW run in Sacramento? The, uh, outdoor soccer stadium? Yeah. In my backyard. It'd be cool if, if, if Ace of Spades, I know it's an indoor club, so it's at the post-pandemic, if the, but it's like the, the roof is really low. Mm-hmm. So I don't think you can run wrestling shows in there. That's a really cool venue. It's a really cool venue, but I'm just thinking like these days, like right now. Yeah, outdoors. It's like on the banks of the American River. Uh, Land Park. <laughs> Land the, Park. There you go. The, the eighth, the eighth green. Yeah. At the Land Park Golf Course. There you go. Uh, let's see here. Ondam, uh, do you think WWE needs to start actually using the difference between their various no DQ matches, i.e., chair shots still legal and no holds barred chair shot? Man, that's the least of their problems. Yeah, <laughs> no, I, mean, I don't see the, the the rule book they publish is literally a sketchbook. So, yeah, I uh, personally don't care about that stuff. I don't care. You know what helps, though, because AEW does this and WWE does, too. Sometimes I've noticed they commentary will clue you in on some of the minutia of the rules during the match. Oh, it, this is OK, because he can do this. And I, that's good enough for me. This is a good question. White Brian 92. If Larson is SmackDown and Steve is Raw, then who's the third man for NXT in the mock draft? Well, we know Dan watches AEW, but I don't know if he watches NXT. It would have to be Cal. Yeah, Cal was NXT. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, yeah, he's the third man, brother. Yeah. I don't know if Hilton watches NXT. I don't know. I kind of doubt know. it. I think he watches. Yeah. What is he? Does he still watch Raw? What does he watch? Dude, I like SmackDown. Hilton, what do you watch? SmackDown. Oh, he watches SmackDown. There. He He's one of the 2.3 million. There. He's over He's there. Not there. It's right there. Uh, Hugh Long Heavy. How is New Japan getting talent from the U.S. to Japan for the G1 via plane? <laughs> yeah. I don't think they're going to ship them via crates in a... I believe you could do that. On a ship. That sounds horrible. Um, yeah. No, I they imagine they work something out diplomatically, you know, between State Department and uh, the you know the same governmental body in Japan got it all worked out. Are there, wait, are there still travel restrictions? I think so, but I'm not 100% on that. Can you just, like, do whatever you want as long as you're wearing a mask? I thought all the airplanes... Well, maybe you, like, could yeah, do what, you, you could do what you want so long as you're cool quarantining and wherever you go for a couple of weeks. Yeah. Uh, let's see here. Uh, Papa Nez, do you guys think Taz should replace Jr. on commentary? Yeah, 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 yeah. And then well, this last one here, Senor Nerd. Since you guys admitted at first that you hated the Dark Order at the beginning, but eventually enjoying them, do you think the same will happen for Retribution? I don't know. It's possible. I'm open to it. I mean, I'm uh, yeah, totally. I don't know what they are. I don't know who they are. 
<laughs> if, if they provide enjoyment in the level the Dark Order do, if they have a le- leader who's charismatic and as captivating as Mr. Brody Lee, certainly. If I see Dijak lining up the other members of Retribution and yelling at them on a, in a dot-com exclusive, yeah, I'm down. I'm cool. I'm good with mm-hmm. that. Let's mm-hmm. do it. Anyways, thanks for watching, everybody. We definitely appreciate it. Till next yes. time, we'll talk to you later. Twitch chat, stay tuned. We'll hang out for a second. Goodbye. Be a part of the best pro wrestling podcast today at patreon.com forward slash Stephen Larson. Enjoy tons of bonus videos, including patron-only live shows, gameplay, and vintage 10 for the wins, access to podcast question threads, the friendo care package, and so much more. Support Going In Raw today at patreon.com forward slash Stephen Larson. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. You can host the best backyard barbecue. When you find a professional on Angie to make your backyard the best around. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside. Repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that.